0: Sadie is the guest today on the podcast, episode 110.
1: Hello.
0: First week of June. Yeah. Garrett Teitelbaum, it's nice to see he's working. I met Sadie earlier this year when she reached out about a show at Hambones where she was doing some booking. Mm-hmm. She also waitresses over there and performs yes. regularly. Yes. You've got an EP release coming up this weekend.
1: I do, yes. June 9th.
0: June the 9th.
1: Yes, at Full Point Wildside Pub. There's nice. some pretty cool dudes over there. And we're gonna set it up like it's a living room. It's a bun- bunch of lounge chairs and some lighting and lamps and stuff. It'll be cool. Very cool. And yeah.
0: our, what other musicians are performing with you that night?
1: So Joe Bray, Joe Bray of All Day Productions, the best catchiest phrase you'll <laughs> you'll ever hear around town. Well <laughs> say. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, Sam Miller, who's he is in, still in college. He's a young kid, but I mean, he sounds like a mix of Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash. It's incredible to watch. He's fantastic. Nice. And then my best friend Amy, mm hmm, mm-hmm. she'll be she'll be playing a set. Yeah, <laughs> and Jess Klein, who awesome. actually, um, she just released her album last year. This time last year, so very cool. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a really cool space and really cool, uh, music. Musical event.
0: And what time does that kick off on Saturday?
1: Yeah, at uh, 7. 7 o'clock. Seven, mm-hmm. Awesome. Over yep. at Full Pint. Yep. We'll have... The space is kind of... It's smaller, but um, it gets really cozy whenever everyone's all in there and hanging out. And there will be... Bunch of chairs. it would be cool. it would be really cool.
0: Good. There's so many good breweries here in town, and I love going over to Fou- Full Pint, though. Oh, it's yeah. It's such a nice space.
1: If they ever get rid of White Lightning, I'm just... <laughs> I'll <I'm> never <laughs> forgive <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite of all time. It's so good. Oh, yeah. And every I love that everyone sells it everywhere else, too. It, like, I I could go to Troy Hill, or even... If you even go to West Virginia, I've seen... I've gotten bottles of pretty, White Lightning. Yeah.
0: Pretty wide. As far as a local beer goes, it's nice to have ours oh, yeah. that's out there. Uh-huh.
1: The support is great. So... so
0: Amy, mm-hmm, reminds me of what we were just talking about before we hit record. We're going to do a My Top Ten to kick off this mm-hmm. week's episode. And Sadie picked out the top ten ways to pamper yourself. <laughs> yeah. So this is the It's Nice to See He's Working, Treat Yourself list. Treat Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that helps put you at ease after a long day? Do you have a number one thing that you thought of immediately when you saw this list?
1: Um, I would say the number one thing would probably be the record player like just hanging out in the living room probably some ice cream with my cat and like putting on a good record that's like that's my number one favorite thing. I guess it's not really
0: pampering yourself, but that's me? like <laughs> absolutely sit down with a favorite album. You yeah, know, of course, especially if it's on vinyl and you can just sit oh, and yeah. relax. Uh huh.
1: And, and the only thing you got to do
0: is flip the side.
1: It's great. Yep. No
0: responsibilities.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's probably the best part is I not giving it. yourself any responsibilities. So let me
0: give you an official. It's oh, nice yeah. to See, he's working pen, and we'll start to fill yeah, this wow, out.
1: Wow, that is professional. So
0: I host trivia every Thursday at the Beer Hive. Oh, do you? So I got. Those pens, so the teams that were playing would have a way to know that they could listen to my podcast anytime they want to. So it's a great way to promote the show. Trying to market yourself. That's awesome.
1: Okay, writing. I hope you can recursive. I can. They don't teach it anymore. I don't know it's how to so write ridiculous. it as well <laughs> as I would hope.
0: I said that was the hardest part of the SATs. About halfway through it, they made you write a sentence. Like, yeah, I, a little... I swear that I am Garrett, and, and uh-huh. I registered it. And remember, it was www. Need to write out the whole website. Yeah, I, like, I don't know.
1: I had to teach half of that class how to write in cursive sure. because the people that were coming, for they didn't they don't teach cursive anymore. And you should read my print. You can't. Yeah. like it's it's.
0: Terrible. I don't have great penmanship. That's one thing that I, I do regret uh, about growing up. I didn't put any effort into it, and now as an adult, it's fine. It's I can <laughs> read it, but when I write out my set list, I go. Oh, I hope nobody else reads this <laughs> piece of paper. I
1: <laughs> mean, hope nobody ever finds this.
0: I keep these notes. Like I look like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely do cursive. I should do it more often. It's
1: but nice because it's a nice flow to whatever you're doing. So for for writing. Songs or poetry, whatever. I'm a writer first, and then a musician sure. second. I'm not. Like I started writing when I was ten or eleven, as a, you know, life sucks. It's hard. I'm eleven and you're I don't emo know. kid. Yeah, exactly. Early. I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went through that phase real quick. Um, but whenever you're, it's really it's it's easier just to cursive instead yeah. of the print. I don't know. It's weird, but
0: I. I wish that I took more care of my signature, which is another thing I feel oh, yeah. like I lazily Well, apparently get
1: through. you're supposed to sign so that people can't read your signature. Oh, well,
0: I'm nailing it then. <laughs> I'm, I've, been, I've got I, it down. I've, I've mastered this.
1: <laughs> you it's, can you could definitely tell it's my name. So I
0: always like, like to have the guests sign their list if you want to put it up top. So I'll oh, yeah, sure. get to see it in real time since yeah, we're actually no discussing problem. cursive here at the opening this, there you go. of the show today. And that's a professional signature. Completely legible. If if a fan comes up to you and wants a signature, they're going to remember three years later who you are and still be able to find you.
1: Oh, oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Oh, that was the weirdest thing. So I I got copies of the EP early. Oh, like I, I wanted so you have to, right. Sure. So I, right. I want to hear it. You want to make sure exactly. That I want make it looks okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mother, time to fix things. Yo, yeah. My mother wanted 500, 500 copies immediate for but, her. No, for like for me to order. Oh, okay. So I was like 200, 250, maybe just in case something went wrong or like yeah. it didn't look right. But she's like, no, 500 of them. And she order had to <laughs> get order now. And she had me sign the first one. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm supposed, but how I'm supposed to do this? <laughs> like it, it felt so weird.
0: It's a foreign concept. You don't yeah. get into music to practice writing. Oh right, and you, mean, like you
1: and you don't ever think when you first start, hey, I'm gonna be autographing something one day. You know what y- I mean? Sure. It's just it was just a very weird.
0: It's nice that for someone to have that much esteem for what you do to ask. for oh, yeah, you to put well, your it's name my down on something. Well,
1: that's kind of biased. She's gonna
0: be proud no matter what you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: My mother's a wonderful human being, but...
0: <laughs> How would your mom pamper herself? What does she like to do to take care of herself?
1: She is a completely self selfless person and would take us to like Gabe's or like yeah. TJ Maxx. <laughs> and we would have to convince her to buy something for herself. Sure. That's she's always looking out of, for the family first. Yeah. That's the kind of person that she is. But um, I think on occasion she'll have a drink.
0: And who could blame her? <laughs> you know, I really don't, honestly. If I was being a mom, I probably <laughs> is not easy. I have no firsthand experience, but I love my mom, and she works very hard. Yeah, she I, could use a drink.
1: Yeah, all of the moms deserve a drink. But <laughs> if I had to raise the three of us, it, yeah, I would drink heavily <laughs> more than she does.
0: What's her drink of choice?
1: Jack and Diet. Nice. Which is also mine. I think it's just inherited.
0: I think yeah, nice whiskey, whiskey oh, yeah. Diet Jack.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Anything, great, tasty. any kind of dark liquor, I'm putting, gonna put down, have a drink yeah, because
0: gin is the only clear liquor that I ever will really order. I'm, you know what? I don't like gin. Yeah, I didn't. It ruined my 21st birthday. But as I as <laughs> I grew older, because <laughs> I grew older, I think it's a great summertime. It's a little warm in here, so I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, use
1: a nice gin and whiskey tonic in the or winter like and that. then gin in the summer. for Oh, me. Uh, see, that's a good yeah. But see, like if you get whiskey and ginger ale. Like mm. that's like it's nice and it's refresh and it still tastes half decent so yeah nothing too heavy though
0: Krish Mohan got me drinking whiskey and ginger ale Of course he did Yeah it seems of like course him he right did.
1: <laughs> Um I'm trying to think of what else he I would. do to like pamper myself but I don't like between the day job and all of the music stuff and everything that entails, I've, I don't have too much time to pamper. It's like little things. Yeah. Like I'll roll all the windows down and just blast something horrible, like Celine Dion's greatest hits. Or it's like all <laughs> coming back
0: to me now yeah. is a perfect car <laughs> sing-along. You're not yeah. wrong. There's it's, The it's sleigh great. bells in the back. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. sure. That are like... I don't believe in guilty pleasures because just enjoy it.
0: Celebrate what you want to celebrate right, it's and not let a the guilty rest be Yeah, yeah the people Don't feel th- badly for what you like. That's right, the moral exactly. of this episode and the show always.
1: Always. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's our new, I'm putting it on the wall. That's
1: a really good, that's a really good slogan. Don't feel bad about things. Celebrate
0: what you want to celebrate. Exactly. Don't, guilt is unnecessary for the things you enjoy.
1: Right. Unless it's murdering people.
0: Don't murder people. (laughs) Number two, addendum to the policy. If you went out, please, we are not taking responsibility. We didn't say it. It's out there, but just not us. Just
1: don't, please. Don't
0: come, don't murder us. Leave us alone. (laughs) But
1: like Matchbox
0: Twenty, I grew
1: up on the um I you saw or men, someone um, like you.
0: I saw them and the Counting Crows together this past yeah, summer. So did
1: I. Oh, nice. That, my mother and I went, I have never seen her so excited about anything. She was like a teenage girl. Yeah. I loved it. It was fantastic. Because Rob Thomas, I was like, it's Rob Thomas. They put on you a know?
0: show. I mean Dude, they,
1: were, they played for hours and then they came out for an encore. Yeah. I'm not a huge Count and Crows fan. I don't know because it all sounds the same to me. But if you like it, great. But Matchbox Twenty, Rob Thomas is like where are my heart's at. I,
0: I, because I wasn't a huge fan of either one. I've liked them both. I, I grew up listening to "I Have Yourself or Someone Like You," and I definitely mm. played it a ton as a kid. And I, I like Mr. Jones and I like the hits. It just yeah. felt like the Counting Crows who performed before Matchbox Twenty were very lethargic. They just oh, were yeah. there. Adam Durnst didn't seem to be having a good time. Yeah, no. They, he was just, they didn't bring the lights down, which I thought was an odd choice. Yeah. <laughs> he was just kind of there. He was like, oh, I'm going to play music for you. And if you like it, you know what? Yeah, we're here. We're going back on the bus after this and we're going to sleep.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I feel like Rob Thomas is such a showman. Yeah. It's just, it's so phenomenal every time. And he played, what I love is that they have all this new music, but they also have these great oldies that you couldn't avoid in like the 90s. Like right. 3 they were everywhere. Like, yeah, exactly. So I love that he incorporated. The new stuff and the older stuff, I thought I thought that was perfect.
0: So I know we had music, turntable stuff at one, oh, but yeah. I think live music, a concert oh, is. Oh, yeah, live music, yeah, for sure. If I need to pamper myself, I've got a few throughout this summer that I'm looking forward to. They're like these benchmarks that you're like, yeah. yeah. I got this coming up. I get to see my favorite band. Yeah. get to see my people. It'll be fun.
1: If, what's great about playing music is that you make all these friends that also play music, and like to you don't have to go to Stage AE or like right or any kind of huge venue to see music that you would enjoy. You get to go see your friends play on some dive ass stage, and you just you hang out with a bunch of people. It's it's cool to just be able to experience that on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, and
0: there's so many yeah. good musicians here in Pittsburgh, oh, I yeah. think if you only look at what's on the radio and stuff, you'd be so pleasantly surprised if you came out and saw stuff. Yeah, exactly.
1: And That's what I people who don't aren't in the scene, air yeah, quotes around scene because it's yeah, they don't understand like you could hear better musicians. Yeah what's on the radio if you just like walk down a block?
0: Well, and like I didn't start comedy until I got here to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And very similarly, like I lived in Baltimore the first four and a half years after college. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen the local music, seen the local comedy and, yeah. and known about it. But I wasn't living that scene, mm-hmm. quote unquote, lifestyle yet. I didn't I wasn't connected. It wasn't going to see my friends. Right. Which very quickly after I got here, that's how I kind of built a circle of people around me was right. through bars like Ham Bones. Mm-hmm.
1: And how would you how would you know? as a person who's not in the scene or have any connections to it, how would you know to go where to go or what, who to see kind of. So, I don't, that's also a huge issue currently is trying to get people because there's so many people in this city and there's there so many people who enjoy live music and, and comedy and, and art culture you know but how do they know about it you know
0: and that's what I try to do this that was the impetus to do this show originally I, there are so mm-hmm. many good people doing exciting things in our town I'd love to pick their brain on how they balance doing what it is that they love yeah. doing and making enough money because at the local level there's not always going to be those radio type opportunities immediately, and you have to work at your craft for an extended period of time to get good at it.
1: Pay your dues.
0: Yeah, and that's what local is, is the people who are trying to put in the effort to hopefully get that, or to just perform and do it because they're passionate and they love it. Yeah, exactly. And those people are worth investing in, and that's been the nicest part about being involved here in Pittsburgh, I think.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree, because there are people who, I'm going to be famous one day, and I'm going to make all this money, and I'm going to tour for the rest of my life. Awesome. Awesome great anything i can help to get you get there but there are other people who are just like i just want to play every other saturday at this bar and just for fun yeah. okay awesome you know it, it's so cool you could just not
0: everybody's goal is the same thing
1: right exactly
0: as far as pampering myself <laughs> going out to Hambone's <laughs> going, yeah. going to your bar I mean yeah in, in other cities I had on stage in Honolulu when I did a semester in college mm-hmm. I had Milano's when I was back in Dayton yeah um, but yeah it's nice to have your bar to yeah, be able to, to go, go, in, go your cheers to, oh, to sure. have people know who you are at a place and Hambone's has been that for me here in Pittsburgh yeah Hambone's is that for a lot of people I which so. is which
1: is awesome like I was saying before, we came up here after college. I didn't want anything to do with music. I didn't want to play it. I didn't want to see it.
0: Um, At what age did you start? Had you been doing it a long time before that?
1: Uh, I had learned how to play guitar when I was 16, but that took a year of moving from chord to chord. That didn't that didn't sound very good. Yeah, a lot of by <laughs> yourself. A lot of <laughs> yeah, just exactly. Strumming. So I'd say 17 or 18. I got my first couple gigs, um, and then when I went off to college, I Played background music at a couple different places and um, wasn't really terribly into it. And I wasn't writing any of my own stuff. I was writing poetry because I, I was an English major and I had published a couple things, but nothing crazy. But when I came back, um, I didn't. I just I just knew how to play guitar and I had to think one original song, and I just didn't want anything to do with it. I think uh, people you you always hit that point. where Why am I doing this? Why am I here? Yeah, and I mean it. Ham Bones and the people there reminded me (laughs) of why I loved it so much and why I picked it up in the first place. And they kind of made me believe in myself to be able to make something um, that wasn't a cover or um, like a half-assed original
0: song. When you would write poetry, did you ever think to set it to music? Was that ever something in the way that you would write? So
1: I thought about it, but there are so many there's so many different ways to write a song. It's never, it never occurred to me that I could write it something completely out of the norm because I don't know any music theory. I don't know like, um, one, four, five chord progressions that are like the catchy pop songs. And most of my songs are just like my poetry. They're stories. They're just a stream of consciousness. They don't have any repetition. It's, it's just straight through a story. Um, and I never thought that that could be a song, but it it, it can be yeah. <laughs> apparently. And I, w- I was just, I was unaware of the different ways that you could create something through a song. So I, I think it just took a, a push to be like, Hey, you can take your poetry and you your stories and you can make it into a song and people are going to listen to it and they're going to like it. Yeah. So I, I, they, they taught me things. And then from there they, I branched out and they helped me make connections and, um, get to the right people with what I needed and it just it was phenomenal
0: those breakthrough moments are always very you know important oh, yeah. for what comes next yeah exactly I would not I wouldn't know you yeah if it weren't for for Ham bones. and I, yeah. I feel that way about almost everybody I know is Ham Bones is, is probably a place yeah. we've been together at some point Mm-hmm. Um, at least the people that I know through Pittsburgh. And yeah, the well, and the I mean, scene.
1: like that was the that's the stepping off point. Is like they have an open mic, you go perform. We were
0: talking about the people that have yeah. been on this podcast uh, from the music scene. I did a show that Jeremy would put together yeah, um, with the Sunhound Girls, uh, mm-hmm. and Jessica and Nicole. So yeah. that's how they met me, and then eventually did the podcast. Chrome Moses was a show. That was in Dormont at the Hollywood Theater that Mike oh, Devine nice. put on uh, yeah. the Ides of March or the March of Ides is what the show was called. I live in Dormont. No, very nice. Yeah, I, lo- that's I love that area. Fantastic,
1: fantastic, but um, I don't even know how I came across. I think I went by myself the first Tuesday that I went, the first to open mic uh, that Hambones was having that I went to. Um, I didn't. I asked a bunch of people to come with, but nobody wanted to come, so <laughs> I just went alone. And then I played a cover of Landslide, and everyone was like, "Who is
0: Weeping. this girl?"
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, there Everyone
0: were, cried the whole room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there were only a couple people who came up to me crying, <laughs> but the, a couple of them who had heard. Jeremy was one of them. He's like, "What do What do your own sound, songs sound like? Like, what What do you have to say?" Because I would play covers everywhere they would yeah. take me to these open mics or introduce me to these people, and they 'd hear me play all of these covers, but none of my own music so uh, that was that was the big question what do I have to yeah, say? What's, what's your voice right what do I have to say to song what um what am I trying to convey and it like I never thought about it like that. I was like what. <laughs> my opinion matters.
0: <laughs> it's, it's fun. Cause in, in up you don't really have the opportunity to try. You try on other comics voices, I guess, to some right. extent as far as how you write, but you can't do their words. Oh you can't, yeah. Like deliver their joke versus a cover where you have the opportunity to go. I love this song. Let me see how I can interpret it, change it, make it mine. Right. And get to, get to express somebody else's art, which I, I'm very jealous of.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've talked to a couple uh, comedians and like, They've told me different tactics as far as delivery and how you can pull like um I'm trying to think of one of my favorite comedians. I really like, like the Redneck stuff. Okay. Like <laughs> the, the, the Redneck comedy. What's it the, he always has a the drink blue in collar his hand. Comedy toy? Yeah, that yeah. one. He always has a drink in his hand and Ron a cigar in his. From yes. The from shore. A, yeah. And I was talking to Daniel uh Frere mm-hmm. about him and he's he started like telling his jokes and uh, and trying to like talk the way he talk and it just I you're so flexible as the, all the comedians that I've known are so are they just take everything they soak it all in like a sponge and then they just take put it out into the world and make everybody laugh I don't that's the way I've always seen it it's it's amazing it's awesome
0: I appreciate it. it's a, it was a weird superpower to be able to get up there and command attention and obviously musicians oh, yeah. do it too but to be able to like elicit a un Unprompted response. You can't, nobody can laugh without meaning it. I guess right. there are some fake laughter, but that's you're trying to pull something out of a room full of people and make them feel at least a little bit better for the day. Oh, yeah. Um, it's I, a
1: comfort. Like, you, it makes you feel comfortable whenever you can laugh at something yeah. or someone. It's, <laughs> it makes like, you.
0: I, that's relatable. I get that. Right. And when somebody feel they come up to you about something that, if you write it, and hopefully you get to a point where you're writing stuff that's ultra specific to you and yeah. your life and your experience. And when somebody can come up and go, I relate to that, it means something to them. And it's yeah. very cool to be able to to do that.
1: Yeah, it's no, it's definitely cool. I picked the wrong profession though because I hate being the center of attention. Sure, <laughs> I, I do not like attention whatsoever. <laughs> and
0: you've done predominantly solo projects. <laughs>
1: yes, <Yeah. laughs> all, all of my all of my projects so far have been solo.
0: <laughs> Makes it difficult to even <laughs> attempt yep. to share it. I can't
1: even like put a drummer in front of me and then stand behind the drummer and I'm like the center. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not very, I'm personable, but when I'm on stage, I'm like, "Uh, uh, hello, (laughs) how are you? Hi guys. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like commanding attention, but I, I give it up to comedians because you guys are, I have a guitar at least and some kind of vocal ability. Yeah, Yeah. It is just you holding a microphone. Yep.
0: That's terrifying. <laughs> and when it goes badly, it goes badly. But oh, when yeah. you're up there and you're having fun, it's so easy to to get lost and relate and just be like, nah, you guys like me. I'm here." But when they when they don't like you, it almost feels more personal. Yeah, it, was that part of what kept you from sharing your own music during those first couple of weeks and months out?
1: I don't think it's um, I don't think it's a personal thing because I I'm the, no holds barred. Like yeah. I I'm more open than anything you're quick um, to
0: get in somebody's face and talk to them and just right be, exactly hey, and this like this is if what you, i got going on yeah
1: exactly or and i'm more than happy to tell you whatever answer whatever questions you have i'm not a secretive person but i think the issue was i didn't know how to make it relatable so you could especially with the whole idea of stream of consciousness writing um it's specific to what you're experiencing. So the sun is shining. I'm sitting on a rock. There's a river. It's beautiful. Um, I'm thinking about a a lover or uh, my family or my dog, whatever. How do you make those specific situations relatable to everybody else? You know, because nobody has the same experiences. Everyone is a a different person from the next. So making it so universal, it's almost, it's not impossible, but, you have to make it broad enough but also specific where you're not just hey i'm happy <laughs> like you can
0: well Pharrell <laughs> would differ he would tell you that you can get by on just telling people you're happy
1: <laughs> and there are, sure people get away with it but sure. i don't think i'm one of those people and you can you can be cliche but at some point you you still need to be creative and i th- I think that was my issue. I was worried that nobody would understand what I was trying to say or like it yeah I'm the most confident and secure person that you will meet <laughs> 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 i'm uh, like I said, I'm very personable. I enjoy people and talking with people but uh everybody has their insecurities. Oh, of course. So, the music was definitely one of, because again, I don't know music. The, I don't know anything about the technicalities Self-taught. of, yeah. Um and everyone always asked me if I had some kind of vocal training. Nope. I we we There's grew up with
0: singing around the house. Yeah,
1: the and the radio is mostly how I learned how to sing things. Yeah, so
0: you mentioned Landslide, what are some of the other like yeah standout songs or bands that you had kind of growing up that are influenced to get you to where you are
1: yeah um i would say my mother's cd rack like you remember those the things that went in the visor of the car Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you had like 20 cds in because you only could fit one cd player in the cd player disc um i jackson brown was probably a huge influence and um fleetwood mac she played a lot of Matchbox Twenty as well, probably where my love for Rob Thomas comes sure. from. Sure, um,
0: Jackson Brown's such a great songwriter. Oh so.
1: yeah, my God, he's incredible. And between him and the Eagles, they were the Eagles' The Greatest Hits was another album that she had. Um, they would play their, they would play each other's songs, and they would collaborate on stuff whenever they got stuck. Like Jackson Brown lived in the basement of the Eagles' house for forever.
0: Wow, I didn't know. Then
1: yeah, cool. and then they would help each other finish songs, and that it just the way that. The way that musicians are able to connect with each other and collaborate—it just—it's a—it's on a whole nother level. And it's—it's it's, once I started getting into these people that I grew up listening to, it just—it made so much more sense because, <laughs> like, when you start learning an instrument or you start playing music out, what do I do? Do I just play music? Do I? Do I have to
0: interact with other people or like? And it's always when I saw Dylan, I remember I was so disappointed that he didn't interact at all. Yeah, that he just went up there and played, and played
1: straight through. Like, who wants end, to do that? The
0: band, and that was like, but he <laughs> changes the melody. You can't even tell what song it is till you're to the chorus. Right. That's yeah. And so that's him. He's doing his thing.
1: Right. And like you have to at some point you have to be a, a showman. And like those, they were perfect examples for when, because as a kid you like it. It's good music. But yeah, then of course. When you, it, it's perfect when you grow up and you actually listen to these songs and hear their stories of how they were created or what they were doing um, to be successful. And it just, it, it makes so much more sense and it just it gives you a warm fuzzy feeling that, yeah. that something worked out for somebody so why not you
0: a- amen yeah so when I turned 30 I've always liked taking on stupid big projects sure but I wanted to start listening to everybody who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and start deep diving some catalogs nice. that I might not have gotten into for whatever reason yeah so as part of the podcast each week I have the guest pick from the people who were inducted during a specific year okay so this is episode 110 so we're gonna go the class of 2010 in the rock and roll hall of fame okay and if there's anybody on that list that jumps out at you i'm going to listen to the catalog from one of these guys eventually i'll do everybody yeah sure but so for the class of 2010 we have abba we've got genesis got jimmy cliff and we've got the hollies and the stooges
1: i'd say abba okay (laughs) just they i mean mama
0: mia the sequel is coming out this summer
1: God, I don't know how a they pulled. I don't know how they pulled that out. But how like, many
0: repeats do you think that there's going to be? Twelve,
1: <laughs> at least. You pick twenty songs.
0: I'm sure there are forty ABBA hits, but
1: oh, but I mean, you only want to listen to twelve of them. <laughs> they're another example, like the Eagles, where they have so many songs, yeah, and they're just such good musicians, and and they're good at churning out a. Product. Yes. Because that's what music is. It's a product.
0: Well, and it's specifically for. Genre music, which oh, yeah. you ha- kind of have to put ABBA in that disco era. Of course. And so much of what was going on, and I got big into like the pure disco and pure funk CDs when I was yeah. in like junior nice. high. So I have uh, done some ABBA, so I'm excited to go back and, and <laughs> hear. Oh. I have this knowledge. <laughs> now I have an excuse to go see the Mamma Mia movie on my Movie Pass. I'm oh, going just knock that one off the list. Perfect. <laughs>
1: You're welcome. Thank
0: you. You've booked my summer. <laughs> It'll be fun. I can't wait. Um, it's been so fun. I finished Ike and Tina Turner a week or two ago. Oh and nice and yeah. I've been recently to get in Madonna and Prince, David Bowie. So it's been such Sweet. a nice collection to pick up. I've liked Led Zeppelin, but I've never like deep dived them. Sure. So now I'm like See, I don't, up through I'm physical not a huge graffiti.
1: Fan. Of that kind of music, like that's like most of I've always of the been a singer songwriter kind of guy, yeah. But and like I grew up on country beyond yeah, like sure. that 60s, 70s music, and we I got a love lot of Garth Brooks in the car 70s. with oh, my yeah. mom
0: growing up. Oh my
1: god, They're, yeah, you cannot escape him. Him and then like um, Toby Keith, sure. uh, Keith Urban, like Kenny Chesney, yeah. Oh, and Miranda Lambert and Sugarland. I saw like,
0: Eric Church in concert oh last my, year, and one so of the good. best shows I've ever been to. Two so full good. sets, yeah. I mean, so talented.
1: Oh, yeah, that's that's the great thing about that kind of music is that they can actually play. Yeah. They can actually sing. And I'm not trying to harp on like pop or like 80s music. No,
0: but... But like it's... I'm the best... I'm going to see a few shows that I'm pretty excited about this mm-hmm. summer. I'm going to see Billy Joel. Nice. Um, and I've seen him before. Yeah. But this will be my girlfriend's first time going. Aww. And... We're going to go in Philadelphia and see it with my brother. And then the following Tuesday, my brother bought tickets for Radiohead. Oh, nice. He's a huge Radiohead fan and has gone by himself a couple times. So I'm stoked to go and hang out with him. And I like a lot of their stuff, but I've never gotten deep into them. Yeah, sure. But the show that I'm most excited for, speaking of country music, is the day after my birthday in September, and it's the Willie Nelson Outlaw Festival. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, because he has an amazing... Van Morrison is coming. Van Morrison is like...
0: you talk about so singers just so perfect good. and that voice kills me. Oh
1: my god. Hey, speaking of records, he like that oh, and I have the deluxe edition of um the Into the
0: Mystic like oh, it just Oh my God! There are some perfect songs, and people who don't know his music, and they will just talk about Brown Eyed Girl. That's the reason that I'm doing this project is because there's so much beyond that I probably yeah. don't know from a ton of artists.
1: Right? Yeah. Um, it's I don't even know how I got into Van Morrison because my mother doesn't like him, and I got into a lot of soul and folk music when I got older, and he's just not either of those things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a crooner. But he's I mean, a, right he's out he's, there. He's belting his heart. Oh yeah. The summer. Uh, the sem- I mentioned on stage the semester I did in Hawaii. I I got very into Van Morrison. I was on my bike. Mm-hmm. I was always listening to his albums and it's greatest just, it's hits. It so so.
1: it feels so good to listen to it. Like yeah. it just—it just. It just makes you content
0: it's feel good music oh yeah but sam it, it, cook's another one with that voice oh, yeah, just it's melts just, your heart mm,
1: oh for sure
0: um but with willie um a newer country artist that you i'm sure you probably know sturgill simpson is going to be oh, i the love sturgill simpson and i've gotten mm-hmm. really into him over the last couple of years well I'm you know very he him
1: he produced um tyler chidler's purgatory album do you know tyler no, chidler you should if you like his stuff you yeah. should check out tyler chidler's cool. and um a homeboy of ours, John R. Miller, he plays bass for him sometimes. Very cool. Yeah, and they're just all, they, so good. Such talented musicians. And, um, he played guitar in one of, Tyler's songs while he was out on it was at a concert or something, and it hit like five million views in like a day wow. just because <laughs> he was playing guitar for Tyler it was, yeah. like, it was so I'll good. definitely check
0: him out yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for starting i
1: think but who else has is, pl- I, is holly Williams I think so
0: I could pull up the record because she
1: lineup. um she's also an incredible songwriter, and she was on that project with Chris Stapleton and his wife um I can't remember what it's called right now, but you would probably. We would probably enjoy that. That's the other thing. There's so much music. How do you consume all of it? Yeah,
0: which is I've really had to sacrifice over the last year listening to a lot of new stuff because I'm doing this project. I'm trying to get more. I still listen when the new records come out from people I'm excited about. Right. But I probably don't do as much... Of newer music, although with me doing the show for Trivia every Thursday, I do get Mm -hmm. to make a 2022 song playlist every week. Oh, so there you go. So I get to at least throw in my Rob Thomas and my 90s stuff (laughs) to mix in there because a lot of people have, that's the main thing. I don't write the questions, so all I really want at Trivia is to get complimented (laughs) on what songs I put on. (laughs) It's really my only, like, that's I can phenomenal. be a little bit funnier, a little bit charming, but I'm not doing stand-up. I'm just sure. trying to be a personality. Right. And that's all I want is somebody to go, hey, good track. I like this one. Sweet. Um, yeah. The other people beyond Sturgill, Van, and Willie Nelson, Brandy Carlisle.
1: Oh, okay. Hold on. Stop right there. She is like, she is the epitome of a songwriter. Okay.
0: She, have you ever heard her music? No. So this will be the first half of the day as just I gear up for my big three.
1: <laughs> she, she is like i don't i couldn't even i cu- i couldn't even describe how incredible she is d- because not only is she talented when it comes to songwriting, but she has a way of fitting m- a melody with the words that isn't obvious but it's also it flows so well together that it just it all of it makes sense and it just nice. it's just a it's a, an experience to be had like it i don't I don't know how to describe it, but I'm obviously in love with her
0: sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if he, Luca Nelson and Promise of the Real.
1: I don't know either of those. And no. then The
0: Common Heart who's a local. Oh uh, yeah, favorite. The Common Heart's
1: great. They were just they're coming back from uh I think they were coming back from Texas. They just they just had a couple gigs in Texas cool. along with the South by Southwest. I don't know. They're probably all, well, they have to be all back in town
0: <laughs> at this point. Down in Austin. Yeah. My old roommate Ian Oldman's down there. If you're listening, buddy, we love you. <laughs> and Katie, you're wonderful too, his girlfriend. They're sweethearts. I've never been to Texas, so. I've been to four different Texas airports, but I've never been to <laughs> a city. Just to <laughs> connect. I've connected in, I think, Dallas, in yeah. Houston, in... Hey, I don't think San Antonio, at least those two. Yeah. But I've, I've at least passed through Texas. I'm I've never even passed
1: it. The West Coast is kind of unknown to me, I guess. I don't, if I've ever gone somewhere, it's been South. New well, Orleans is like.
0: You said you went away to college. Where did you go for school?
1: I went North. I went to Teal. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, while I was there, I think the second year, um, my roommate and I went to New Orleans and that was like, oh my gosh, it changed my life. Because it, it the culture down there, they're not kidding when they say it's a completely different world. Yeah. But it, I mean, the hurricanes definitely affected the cleanliness and how everything is generally structured. But I
0: was there um, like 93 to 96. So I was young, oh, okay. kindergarten through third grade. But my yeah. dad taught at Tulane before he started teaching at the University of Dayton. Where oh, nice.
1: Been. Yeah. That's, I, we didn't, We didn't visit anywhere other than the actual city. Sure. Which I kind of... I wanted to because they have a bunch of botanical gardens around and I... A lot of I the cemeteries are worth looking at. There's yeah, a lot so of the cemeteries, nice landscaping yeah. and those mausoleums. Oh yeah. But Jackson Square is filled with old gypsies and and artists and there's music everywhere, literally in the streets and it just it, it's an incredible place to be and it's rejuvenating in like the creative aspect.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They've got I know an improv theater that's popped up down there. I've oh, done yeah. workshops with people that have been comedy based down there.
1: Well, I mean, if I ever become a comedian, <laughs>
0: I'll let you know. One day. <laughs>
1: I'll set up shop down there.
0: (laughs) How much do you, at this point, interact with the audience when you're performing? Do you go from song to song? Do you kind of set stuff up or do you like to just kind of run through the set?
1: So I don't like to interact with the audience, but I will. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some friends of mine who will just sing, who will just play song after song after song. I don't like it. I don't like the experience as an audience member, and I know other people who don't necessarily. Interest. Some people like it, but for the most part, they like a little. I don't small need a small song if you don't want to. Right, but, but it, it'd be
0: nice every couple for you to chime right, in. Right, exactly. Like, us know hey, you're this a person. song is
1: called. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're let not, us not know a robot. The, name of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- yeah sure. And um, but what I've been trying to avoid is explaining. Where the song comes from, or um, just let the song speak. What, uh, sure. Yeah. Because the downside of explaining what the song is about, you people won't take everything you say or the, what. Like this. Ugh, this is really hard to explain. People won't put themselves in your shoes as well sure. as if you were to just. Let, the Let them hear the Yeah, especially for
0: you who's not doing a traditional right. Chorus who it's just a it's
1: just a story. So people need to hear the story, and then maybe afterwards I can explain something there. Are, so I've come up with a set at this point where I know which songs I can explain before I'll actually. There's a song I wrote about an old woman who trapped me in an elevator and told me her <laughs> life story. And, um, That'll show was, you old woman. <laughs> now your
0: story's in the song. <laughs>
1: It was probably 20 seconds, but she got pretty much her whole life in the in the span of that elevator yeah. ride. But um, that song's called Diana, and I'll explain that before the song, because that's kind of a funny...
0: Anecdote uh, to throw in there, Right,
1: yeah. and it's a good introduction to the song, but the, at, by the end of the song, it's questioning uh, the government and politicians and the decisions being made. Um, so it's a really it's heavy at the end in the beginning it's kind of funny because the first line is diana she's a woman who can't smell her own perfume anymore (laughs) so it's kind of it's people generally giggle at the first half of the song but by the end they're like god why it's heavy yeah so in that sense i'll explain just to none of my songs are particularly happy or hopeful so any chance i'll get to kind of make it lighthearted i'll try and throw in there but
0: now is that track on the ep
1: no, it's not. I wrote that uh, probably a couple months ago. Nice. Um, but a song that is on the EP, Colorado, that song is about an ex of mine who just kind of up and left t- for Colorado and it, um, without any real explanation put me in quite a downer for a couple months. But that song I wrote in probably a day. And if I were to explain the story of how he just left in the last image, I have in my head of him as him... Laying in bed, playing guitar, singing me a song while I get ready for work. Like He left you on a happy
0: memory. <laughs> right. Even if it was deceitful. And <laughs>
1: exa- exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the song is kind of like that where, um, how's your mother and how's your brother? Uh, how have you been? You know, it, um, it's just kind of, it's very sad. And it's coming
0: from that initial searching for answers. Right. And you it, don't get them. And, and you might not ever.
1: Right, exactly. And. I'm okay and at the end I'm I'm fine with it. Like I'm fine with getting no answer because I mean, if you didn't care anything for me or I mean, apparently you didn't care anything for me, then right, I'm enough not to treat you that. Right, with respect. But I'm not I can't I'm not going to explain that before I play that song because people someone might have a completely different situation and apply it to the same to the same words and the same song.
0: And that's the nice thing about the art we create, especially in music. Uh, for people who aren't seeing you live, who only have the track to listen to, right. they don't get the explanation. They might seek it out later, but it gets to be a different story for anybody who hears it. Cause yeah. we are all different, even if we're hopefully at least connected.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well someone I played that song at an open mic once and someone came up to me who was from Colorado and was visiting someone and she's like, With all these people moving for like the weed movement and moving into Colorado, I never thought about the people they were leaving behind. I'm like, that's a completely different situation than yeah, I was thinking sure. of. Yeah. So I was and I might not have gotten that response if I had explained where the song came from. And there's another song on the EP that I wrote about a friend of mine and a relationship he had with one of uh, his ex-girlfriends and I sh- certainly can't explain that <laughs> where <laughs> that song came from before I play it. So generally whenever I have a show I'll just be like hey everybody <laughs> how's it going? Going going good? Feeling Sweet. good out there? Great. Okay. I'm <laughs> going to make you really sad for a little bit, but it'll be all right. We're going to be
0: okay. <laughs> We're here together.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if I I've gotten a couple jokes down where if i have to tune my guitar i'll be like what's a good icebreaker people are like i don't know fat penguin
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a really bad pun
0: it's a good dad joke Yeah, right, it's a silly is,
1: exactly but uh, so i try not to i try not to say too much between songs but if i have to say something i'll try to make it lighthearted so that
0: Fill the space and let them know you're a person and you're trying to have a good time up there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And usually, whatever song I'll I've I wrote a song called "Breathe" in the past five months or so, um, and it's a a friend of mine explained it. It's a nice exhale. It's a very soft song about just spending the day in bed with somebody and like doing absolutely nothing with your time. Just focus on me and us, and don't let the world ruin what we have for the next 24 hours. You know. It's a, it's just a nice breather. So that's usually what I'll end my set on. Um, for th- actually, for the past couple of months, that's exactly what I've done. And um, by the end, I'll just be like, okay, well, come up and say hi or give me a hug or something. i <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be hanging out. I'm around. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's very hard to interact with an audience. Yeah,
0: with everybody. At with less. every
1: right, exactly. And I want to genuinely get to know, like Diana or the. I could make your story into a song or something, yeah. you could influence me to the point where I'll write something about you certainly so it's it's good to interact with as many people as you can, and I feel like being on stage with an audience it's it's difficult, so I try to make it a point to have them it's a it's a way to
0: still be authentic to who you are right and be endearing up there mm-hmm. and try to at least bridge that opportunity for people to come and interact yeah, exactly. and that you're, you're still trying to feel like you're in the moment and you're in the room. There yeah. are so many people early on at least in stand-up to equate it what I do um, who go up and they're like this is the set I'm going to do and these are the jokes mm-hmm. and it feels very robotic it feels very yeah. inauthentic and even something as simple as commenting on something that happened between the set or the host going up right before you mm-hmm. something that's in the room something that's specific to that day den- Helps ingratiate you to the audience to know that you are a real person, yeah, exactly. and you're not somebody who's nervously trying to present an idea they wrote down,
1: right? Yeah, that's a no. That's a really good point, actually.
0: To feel like you're in the because that's what a concert is. It's it's you. Yeah. you're looking for that live moment of authenticity from a musician, sure. At least as I an mean, audience well, member,
1: especially seeing music, you're trying to be in the moment of whatever moment you're in yeah it's really difficult because everyone has their own stuff going on and especially when you're the musician playing it's like okay you got to get through the next 45 minutes of playing music for these people just do it yeah and it's it's hard to step out of whatever role you are beyond music or beyond going to see music so it's that's a really good
0: I was talking in the green room, I did a show at Comptor Theater up in um, Cran- Cranberry last night that the Drinking Partners put on, who hosts another podcast here in town. Yeah. But Mike Travers, who's a musical comedian, was oh, yeah. the closer. Yeah. And so Mike and I were talking and he asked about like interacting with the audience for me and stuff. And I, I thought about a Billy Joel lyric that he, he mentions when he thinks about going, I say it's from Piano Man. He goes, I know that it's me. They're, they're coming to see to forget about life for a while. Yeah. And you're, as the entertainer, I got to be the joker, the jester, and kind of just let people Play the forget. Because life is hard. Yeah, If you totally. let it be, it can eat you alive um
1: what does that feel like i wonder
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know um and i thought about this as well um when jeremy came on it was for his ep we threw on one of the songs so if you would want to put colorado or one of the other tracks from the ep um and send it over to maybe happy to put it either at the beginning or end of the episode
1: yeah that w- I, it's very sad, but sure. <laughs> I don't
0: care. If you want to put a happy one, we can. But since we talked about it, it probably makes more sense.
1: But I, yeah, I can put on Colorado. That seems to be everyone's favorite. Um, I was just
0: out there in Denver and then Breckenridge for a bachelor party, a friend of mine. Oh, really? So we rented a cabin and hung out in the woods for a few days. And oh, nice. It was really nice. Went to a Rockies game the first day and then went out uh, ah, to cool. Breckenridge for a couple. I've
1: been meaning, and people keep telling me to go out just to because I have a song about it, sure. but I haven't yeah. I haven't gone.
0: With the weed movement, though, that you mentioned, though, I, everybody was tell me how expensive real estate has gotten out there oh people yeah trying to move to the city while there's you know new opportunity until it gets everywhere
1: right i <laughs> i probably wouldn't i i just want to see the mountains those are probably That's exactly just yeah
0: gorgeous breath especially once you get out of the city and up into breckenridge when you're in the mountains Man. it's incredible
1: this, uh, i was driving to work the other day and you know it, the, you take the same roads every day every morning to the same job. Like you don't really pay attention to anything. But on Friday I was, I was driving and like all of a sudden I realized that I was surrounded by mountains. Like 79 yeah. is in a Valley between all of it. I'm like, man, this is gorgeous. Why didn't I pay attention to this? The it's whole always time? been here. Yeah, it's always been. Like, this was here before We're I city was surrounded going. by them. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, I was riding in the car, um, going over one of the bridges and you can, you can actually pay attention to, what you're surrounded by, and just everything is just it. We integrated everything so well. I think when Pittsburgh you come is so through beautiful. That tunnel and oh the city yeah, opens and you up s- at yeah, night especially. Oh man, it's
0: one of the all-time great views. It's just
1: so beautiful. Yeah, and I was a, cu- a couple weekends ago. I was taking my sister to one of her basketball tournaments. We had to go through Philly, mm-hmm. and we went to New Jersey. And it just it doesn't. Nothing is the same. And I yeah. like New Orleans is pretty similar, and that. They took nature and just kind of worked with it. You build
0: in where you can around the environment. yeah,
1: Exactly. And I feel like if I would ever go to Colorado, I feel like I would experience the same thing. But they just work with whatever is... Whatever's in front of them, and I just I love places. Don't Hawaii try to was very similar. It's like were all, are they yeah. All of
0: the, like all the school buildings and stuff were out outside the hallways between uh, classrooms see, and stuff. Yeah, because that's the awesome. Is nice and you have I mean you're covered, but yeah. there's Outdoor spaces, mountains everywhere as far as a green, lush life. Yeah. And the thing that people don't realize until they're like living there on the highway, there's no semi trucks, so even driving really? is more peaceful because they don't ever have that much that they would need to ship. You can do it in smaller. Oh, that's stuff. awesome. So it's very low stress as far as traffic is bad. There's yeah. You know, only a number of Highways that go but around, the but semi
1: trucks are intimidating. They're big and yeah. loud, and in your
0: face. It's not. It's one of the most inconvenient things about oh, of driving. It yeah.
1: It's very unpleasant to look at. But it's don't force anything to be somewhere. You know, just yeah. just work with the space that you have. That's if you take nothing else other than don't murder anybody or us.
0: Don't murder us.
1: <laughs> don't force. But whatever the good anything. advice was we had before that, stick
0: to that. <laughs> but not murdering. I can tell that we're both people pleasers because we have still over half of our list to go. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, how Please. we take care of ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> of,
1: yeah, of course. <laughs> that is the difficult part, isn't it? Making sure you're you're okay. Well, especially
0: with everything you have going on coming up to this EP release. There's so oh, many sure. different pieces that are outside of what you originally signed up for, which mm-hmm. is just making music.
1: Yeah, that's it. A- <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's exactly what it is. It's you, you just want to play music yeah. and it's so innocent and uh, you're unaware of all of the rest of the stuff that goes into it. It's a completely different experience. It's all of this business and, and charming people and, and marketing and things that you, as a musician, you're not equipped for unless you're that person outside of playing music. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm not a business person. I'm not even a saleswoman. <laughs> like I can't. I can't even get that part down.
0: But you've done a lot of customer service facing jobs though over your career. Yeah, sure. for sure. So you yeah. have to be a, a people pleaser in that sort of a way. If it's, right. Even if it's a fake smile while you're working. Some exactly.
1: Days. Yeah, I could definitely fake a smile. But um, as far as the business aspect is concerned, I and I'm not good at marketing myself. Most confident and secure. Remember, <laughs> that I can't. I I can't say yeah I have the best vocal ability in this city you know it might not be true but people are capable of saying that about themselves because they have that confidence in themselves and they have the knowledge to say it about themselves but I know I'm not and yeah. I know I'm not the best guitar player either but I mean, I'm half decent and that would be my pitch. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty half decent. So pretty maybe okay check out my music, you know, <laughs> like that's, and people are completely fine with that. So I, mean, I think that'll just be my shtick is that I'm, I'm pretty all right, you know, so why not? You know, if you're bored, just listen to it.
0: <laughs> Under promise over deliver. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. You, know? exa- yeah,
0: you exactly. want people to come in with low expectations and then be blown away.
1: Sure. Yeah. You know? That's ex- exactly what it is. <laughs> um, well, okay. How do you, how else do you pamper yourself?
0: I am somebody who likes to indulge in television. I like, oh, binge shows. So okay. if I like need to unplug for a night and I'll just stay in and binge a TV show. I'm mm-hmm. um I'm a huge huge fan of a lot of different shows that I've gotten to do over that sort of a span. Okay, cool. So, I no, don't watch a lot I'm of a TV. Netflix I don't and chill kind of guy.
1: Oh. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> so what that smooth. means. I wish I, <laughs>
0: wish I didn't say it, but sorry to <laughs> listeners.
1: I don't actually own a television. Yeah. So I don't, and I, I rarely on the computer, so I don't watch TV anymore, but I used to I used to watch Grey's Anatomy. Sure. Not.
0: I did season one and then yeah. I think they're at 18, 19 lot. now. Yeah. It's a lot. I feel like <laughs> it came on when I was in high school and I'm in my 30s. So. Oh
1: my God. You know what I used to um I'd be at my grandmother's house a lot when I came home from high school. There used to be Guiding Light. Sure. The, the all soaps, those, yeah. yeah, the soap operas. Get oh, your stories. Days of Our Lives, I think it was the other one. I knew that's my mom like,
0: was big into General Hospital. Oh, yeah. Luke and a, Laura's wedding.
1: So dramatic. <laughs> I don't even understand. <laughs>
0: (laughs) I have, when I lived in Baltimore, both my dad's siblings live there. And so they don't always get to watch, but they at least keep track of what's going on on one of their soaps. And it's so cute to watch them (laughs) just like go back and forth and talk about it. Yeah. Good for you and your stories.
1: Do you know there's a whole soap opera magazine where they Uh, like give you the skinny on whatever. Oh my God. I've, I just realized that a couple months ago that they had a whole magazine dedicated just to Just from it. a
0: production standpoint, to be able to put out five episodes of television in a week is oh, yeah. absurd at the rate that those shows go on. Oh, yeah. And, and they're like, year-round a lot of them.
1: Yeah. Someone's dying every day and like this or being resurrected. Or
0: and I'm sure there's only so many tropes like anything. Oh, yeah. You know, I was into pro yeah. wrestling as a kid, so there's only so many stories you see that are authentic at some point. Oh, sure. You try to uh, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> yeah. Good for your soap. So, yeah, TV... Um, we already talked about music, ways that I... Pe- I've gotten one pedicure in my life. One uh, pedicure? For my thir- 30th birthday, maybe. I'd like to do more of those. Oh I'd yeah, like those to get more massages. I need to do more, but yeah. I'm trying to think...
1: Well, I can't get manicures because y- I can't play guitar if my nails are longer than a certain sure. length, and I learned that the hard way.
0: <laughs> when you break them on the guitar?
1: Oh, I tore them off.
0: Oof.
1: Yeah, so I don't really like, feel any pain
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm a so superhero now <laughs> everything's great i can touch so, the stove Nothing. oh happened. okay
1: the way i pamper, pamper myself um i play on about four different softball teams at this point right now oh, cool yeah but i played a lot of sports growing up and um i played softball baseball until they told me i couldn't play anymore because i was a girl um basketball soccer and i swam into tennis nice so um I'm a I've football a, track and field guy. Yeah, oh, see? I wish I could play football, but because I am a girl, they, they wouldn't I think, let me.
0: fourth grade was when they stopped letting the girls play on our Which team. Is I ridiculous. only played two years later. Yeah. If well, anybody
1: yeah. who is listening to this has any influence in that matter, please change it because. If a girl wants to play football Let her play football yeah. It's not any more aggressive than So I
0: didn't grow up here But when I was at Dayton The summer after my freshman year I interned for the Pittsburgh Passion Which is a women's oh football yeah, team that's Here it in town mm-hmm. um, Is that
1: flag or is that football? No that's full oh, it's contact full contact football good. Okay, yeah, good.
0: They yeah. had all the same rules As college football okay. As far as only needing One foot inbounds But everything else is the same game That you watch was, on yeah. Sundays here Because people don't care About college football so. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> People don't really care About the NFL that much anymore I
1: heard I, Good They shouldn't
0: <laughs>
1: Fair I mean do what you want but
0: <laughs> not the way i want to spend my sundays anymore yeah no com- once i found comedy that was really kind of when that shift happened i oh, was yeah. on improv teams that needed to practice on sundays and it just i wasn't living in the city that the team i follow is playing sure in. It just took effort and i didn't want to play fantasy football anymore I was, yeah i wasn't following enough of the league to care i yeah. still watch the super bowl probably every year but i'll watch
1: the super bowl for the music but that's pretty yeah. much that's pretty much it but um I really enjoy hitting stuff legally. <laughs> like <laughs> so um softball is a huge it's a it's a really good outlet and plus it's it completely different people. Like I don't work with the people that I play with sure. and I, I don't none of the musicians that I play with um play on the team, but um it's a really good it a reminder that stuff exists beyond Music yeah, and absolutely. your day job. You know what you I mean. You have to
0: have a touchstone outside oh, of your yeah. art. I think. To, yeah, to, to and it, a, ju- it just to kind of b- still be part of who you are. Yeah, sure. it, b- it brings you down and like it it kind of levels you out. How are the people that you play with? Are they like an ultra competitive group? Are these people that are so I the <laughs> yeah. only I asked because I repped sure. intramurals when I was in college. Mm-hmm. That was my that was my job to kind of earn extra money. So a few nights a week I would ump softball. I would do oh, and nice. the co-ed teams, men, women didn't matter. We did yeah. all different types of leagues, competitive and rec. Quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But there were the majority of people I found, and this is a theory my dad has from when he used to do leagues. Similar, there are three kinds of people. There are people who are, you know, trying to relive their glory days. There are people who never had glory days that are trying to get them for the first time in a competition for a, usually a t-shirt. my god! And then the five percent at best, maybe ten. That are there because they like the sport and they want to work out. Right. They just want to do it to be able to sweat a little bit and do something they enjoy <laughs> yeah. doing. And if that's more, phenomenal. if it was higher than 5 or 10%, it would be much more fun.
1: Oh, yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. Can you put that on a t shirt? Like, can, I, three wear types of can people? I wear that? Can I wear that?
0: We need merch for the show. I think that's a great idea. You'll get a free pen. We you have can... plenty of them. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: 500 pens. <laughs>
1: Well, the people that I play with, I've met randomly. So when I came okay. when I came back from college, actually, I went to college, that specific college, to play softball. Nice. And I was looking to play pro softball because I, I was a very good catcher. That's the only thing that I will brag about is that I was a very accomplished, fast-pitch softball player. Nice. Um, so I was looking to play a team, again, because I wanted to stay in general shape, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so I got on with a team, of one of my mom's friends, and – it ended up not working out the schedule, but I had a lot of fun there, but I met enough people through that team that I ended up substituting on a couple other teams. And then they just kept me on as a permanent player. Nice. So there are two teams that I play with that are not good whatsoever, <laughs> <laughs> but they fit into that third, the the third character. They're out for a good time. Yeah. They yeah. drink a lot of beer and they have a lot of fun losing every game and I'm probably the best player on the team. Yeah. But I don't really care. Like, you're, it, you're there for fun. There's and so to sweat. much fun to hang out with. And, yeah. like, they're just genuinely good people. So I just, it's so much. I prefer to play with those people than with the rest of them.
0: Yeah. The, <laughs> because I adored the people, the guy who was. Dumb enough to try and sneak a beer in his mitt to go out to center field.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I
0: liked him so much more than the guy who three days later came up to me at a house party and addressed a call that didn't go his way. Seriously, oh, yeah. wow, um, what world do you live in that I care oh, friend. anymore?
1: He obviously has a lot more issues than. He, that <laughs> he's I'm letting like, on. You know
0: he was out, and I go. I'm, I'm at a house, and I don't even remember what game we're talking about. <laughs> I was at work. I yeah. probably didn't care then, and I definitely don't care now. Yeah, man.
1: you gotta. I relax. see. Unfortunately, I play for a couple of those. I play sure. two of the teams that I play on are, are just they just want to have fun. The other two teams are very competitive, and everyone has a role. And if you don't meet that role, you suck. Kind of thing. Yeah. it's like being in high school again. Um. <laughs> And I don't. I enjoy winning because I'm competitive, and I enjoy a good competitive game. But right. if I had the choice, I'm.
0: You're I'm with just, the other teams. Yeah, just I'm
1: just gonna play third for some people who don't know what third base is. You know, <laughs> I'm completely fine. Please with it. get the ball near me. Yes. <laughs> so good I, try. Yeah, exactly. Let's nice try Ryan.
0: <laughs> We're all proud of you, bud.
1: Um, but it yeah, that's a that's a fantastic way to because especially hitting it's so much fun hitting something yeah. that isn't a person. <laughs> and I recently <laughs> got into boxing, which is so much fun. I didn't realize how awesome you that definitely get to hit. Oh, things, you yeah. definitely get to hit something. Well, and what's great is that I'm still pretty strong. I'm not as strong as I used to be, but I could, I can legitimately hit something and it'll, it'll move. Yep. You know what I mean? An 80 pounds or the bag. And yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's just a lot of fun. Um, it's weird to say that the way I pamper myself is by hitting <laughs>
0: an 80-pound bag. But it's doing something for <laughs> yourself that you know. right? And it's as, as yeah. somebody who has been in and out of exercise cycles in his life. Mm-hmm. And it's so much better when you're doing it consistently. Right. And it, you make it a priority to get some sort of a workout into oh, your sure. day. Because you feel infinitely mm-hmm. better on those days.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm shit at taking care of myself. And I think a lot of people don't realize that they are as well (laughs) like you got to think about yourself first i understand that you want to be kind and take care of your friends and your family but you need to make sure you're okay in order to take care of them and make sure they're okay. I like that. Yeah.
0: One thing I have tried to do that I'll have us list as number seven, and since this episode's the first week of June, I'll make it a goal to do it on a daily basis is meditate. Because yeah. so many people tell me it's great, and I've had the Headspace app on my phone, and I've done it a few times, but without that consistency of anything. Yeah. So my goal is to get at least 21 days in a row in June to make this a priority. And uh, now that we have, I'm, I'm going to humble brag, over 3,000 people have listened to the show this month of May, it's the oh, first nice. time we broke 3K. So thank you for the people who are checking out the podcast. <laughs> if you want to rate it, review it, we would love to let let us know who you are and how you found the show. If you're not somebody who I talk to on a regular basis, <laughs> because I'm always, in, I'm, it's always flattering when people come up to you and they go, "Oh, I really liked this conversation," or "That sure. was a fun week." Um, so meditation—that's where I'm going to yeah. go with numbers. Yeah, I've,
1: I've tried to do that before, but it always ended up me saying, I'm wasting my time. <laughs> I need to be accomplishing something with this time. And, uh, it's, I, I need to, I need to feel the sense of, uh, completion sure, or like that satisfaction you get where you're you like we're good at it you did something good for you, you know? I just,
0: I, as <laughs> i started a and i didn't found it but we started a book club me and a few of my college friends that i did that trip with out to, oh, nice. to denver so we just did ready player one last month oh, this month okay. we're doing uh the cuckoo's calling which was a book jk rowling wrote under a male uh, nom de Plume yeah. um, and there's three of those in total so we're just doing the first one um, so reading has become more of a priority. Sure
1: actually that's another one that uh, I can write that down as number eight. Book that's club book Garrett. in
0: episode eight of this show which is the Sarah Mia episode I, t- I joked with them because Erica Sarah has a book club with some of her friends that oh, I, really? it's all I've wanted and so folks it took about a hundred weeks but I did it <laughs> my friends and I started a book club and I just we want you to be updated so <laughs> on what's going on if you're still listening thank you yeah. this is so fun because we're not even done with the list and i thought usually we knock them out like quick oh at the i'm end. sorry no this is perfect because it's been a nice fun way to get to know each other because we've only met a handful of times or oh, had yeah. real conversations at hand bones you know sporadically yeah so I, I was super excited we got to sit down today and this has been such a fun way to kind of work through it is have this list as a, yeah, that's like, <laughs> as a way to work back that's a to.
1: good conversation starter you and picked like a good topic normally the, oh well thank you
0: this has been my fault normally i make them just turn Turn to a random page and pick one of oh, four. Oh, okay. So you got to dig a little deeper and and pick one that you felt good about. Yeah, it
1: least. did take me a minute to pick one. I I was picky about it because like a lot of the I don't know, best ways to save money. I don't know anything about emojis. <laughs> Benefit of the arts. I don't know. It was that was a good one. Um, well, last two things. I can't even. I could just rattle them off. Um, oh gosh, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clothing. Love clothing. Shopping. Shopping. Out some new clothes. Yep. And then drinking. Drinking is...
0: Did we have... Oh, two is drinking. Oh, have, have a drink. A drink's oh. already on Can there.
1: we have that toy? No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> Shopping and just my cat my cat is awesome
0: yeah getting to spend time with a cat what's your cat's name milo milo's a great cat oh my god
1: and he's so adorable he's so fat and he's a tabby cat and he lived on the streets for a while so he can't meow and he has a bum ear he just like (laughs) he just makes noises (laughs) at me and he's the most chill i had a friend over yesterday yeah we were taking some photos and he just like will lay there. He's like the highest cat. It just chills and really lets you pet. Him. Yeah. He's so chill. And I like, I don't even know how you get that in a cat. Because usually cats are super like, I hate you. Don't touch me. Wait, touch Leave me. me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's really cool. But
0: let the listeners know about this Saturday show one more time as we wrap up and ways to find you online.
1: Um, So the show's at full pint Wildside, and it'll start at seven. Um, It's June 9th, Saturday. I'm trying to think. Oh, my Facebook, it's Sadie song everywhere. So like if you Google Sadie song, ignore the YouTube video that pops up for, um, Happy Day or some kind of network. Sunday, Monday. Happy some, days. It's like, it's a cartoon network show that oh, apparently really? there's a character on one of those shows called Sadie and she has a song that she sings.
0: I'm <laughs> right after the cartoon. So right after that, you'll see all of my stuff. I just need to clarify that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. Is it a okay song? or No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's why I just need to make sure it's not the worst thing if people are like, ooh, she's good. Oh, she she's a very talented squirrel or whatever. Animal. Ladies. she might
1: actually be a squirrel i don't uh, know which i don't know I, there's
0: a sandy squirrel on SpongeBob. on spongebob i think that's what yeah I was that might of.
1: have been yeah but yeah Sadie's song is um it's all over facebook uh instagram my website um i'm started i've started like a blog type thing cool. on my website about local music and um my life in general so if you care
0: about that (laughs) you're more than welcome to read it yeah is it nice is it nice to give yourself a writing assignment like that
1: yeah so like I found myself writing about it anyway uh, so I figured I might as well share it with people because a couple of friends of mine had mentioned just like let people know how you are or like what you do you know yeah so it was it's just good. A, it to was have a good more outlet. content. It's yeah. good to have
0: if you're putting out music. It's good to have a way that people can reach you or at least know where you're at in your process. Yeah, exactly. What's been one last tough question? What's been the most frustrating thing about getting ready for this EP, getting everything together, or as far as like non? When we did, not I didn't sign up for this sort of a thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> um,
1: I would say the timing. It took significantly longer than I wanted it to. But I'm also very impatient, and that had a lot to do with like I I had to control my tendencies. Sure. And in a lot of situations, I haven't been forced to do that. Like, your job, you could. My day. I work for a property management company. Everything is around what I do. When I say, when I need it, you You know, right. I I set up and especially shows being a solo act. I can just book whenever I want, yeah. wherever contact, roll. whoever. Yeah, exactly. I, I make my own time, but for this, it was completely reliant on a lot of other people. Sure. And I just had to have that patience and yeah, kind of juggle, all of their schedules and it's it a lot just, of hats to wear, right? Exactly, it's and a
0: collaborative project, even if your name is the final one on there. That there matters. are a lot
1: of people who went in, and I appreciate all of those people beyond words. Yeah, and and be, being able to deal with me is like <laughs> <laughs> especially when I'm not getting what I want. Like, I'm I can be a brat and I can I can be bossy, sure. Um, but it was it was a good lesson to learn as far as staying patient and calm and understanding that things take time. So I, that was probably the hardest aspect.
0: Well, thank you for being patient yeah. with me because I know <laughs> I had to reschedule no, a few times. No, it's completely fine. I'm glad we were finally able to do it. This was really one of my favorites. So this yeah. was so oh, fun. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, the, this, the last question is the same one my grandfather asked me every time he saw us as when we were growing up. It's, uh what do you say, kid?
1: What do I say?
0: Yeah.
1: I hope you have a good day.
0: Yeah. I hope that you have a wonderful week, a wonderful EP release and that hopefully the people that come out are really neat
1: I hope so too
2: (laughs) Running on caffeine and nicotine Hey have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast